0: He is ice-cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Let him go! Whoa. Oh! It's Sunday, the 2nd of April. Welcome to Footy Talk with Ben Dobbin and Ben Teo. We are going to talk about the Broncos' big win and where they sit. Who are the competition front runners? The Dragons have a big win over the Dolphins. Is Anthony Griffin safe? And that 32-all draw between Manly and the Knights, gee whiz. It was a special occasion with two brothers playing against each other. This is the Listener Podcast. It's Footy Talk on Sunday, the 2nd of April. Welcome to Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Ben Teo, Ben Dobbin with you to recap what was an awesome Saturday of Rugby League. We had three games of football, Newcastle Manly 32, the Dragons 38, the Dolphins 12, and the Broncos putting on a clinic, 46 points to 12 over the West Tigers. We're going to get to the Broncos and all their troubles as well. But Ben Teo, 32 all, golden point. It ends in a draw. Yeah. They went to Mudgee, Manly I think everybody thought that they were going to be the stronger team, but it was this Newcastle side that scrapped over a bone. There's still a lot of work there. Yeah, there's a
1: lot of work. that, But they hung in there, and you've got to admit – you know, from a coach's point of view, I'd say they'd both be unhappy for the fact that there wasn't much defending going on out there. It was try for try. Um, but for the fans, it was exciting, you know, and it looked like Manley was going to get away with the win there for a cross, and then a crossfield kick from Hastings, I think it was, and Dom Young jumped up and scored. Yeah, Miller missed the, the conversion, and then they went to Golden
0: Point, and... Yeah, Cherry Evans had a couple of shots. He couldn't strike yeah, he couldn't him well. He get him. He had opportunities, he, and I know that was the pressure of the defence, but he is a master at, 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 at that field goal, and yeah. he just didn't get it right today.
1: I think he was trying to play the long game. There was a few chances there he had where he could have gone for it, but I don't think he wanted to give away a seven-tackle set and lose uh, territory, but... At the end of the day, they played themselves into exhaustion. They were both gone and out, and it was a good thing that it just finished so they could go and rest up because there wasn't going to be anyone
0: that was going to get a field goal. Last week, Dom Young couldn't get in the team. Yep. Heimel Hunt was named this week. Dom Young gets in. I mean, he scores four tries for Newcastle today, but he burnt Reuben Garrick. He was the difference. He was competitive with the ball. He really set up a lot of tries. I, 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 I think Adam O'Brien... Put ego aside. We know he's going to the Roosters. Whatever reason is... You need Dom Young in that Newcastle side.
1: Yeah, I think you do. I think you need his X factor because, you know, to be honest, across the board, sometimes you look at that Newcastle side and you're wondering where the points are going to come from. But he's such a supreme athlete. I think where he lets himself down is some of his defensive reads. So today, yeah, he scored some, but he also let in a few tries on his edge. I don't think his defensive reads are up to scratch, but that's just something that you're going to have to coach in him because,
0: as I said, he's a freak athlete. I want to ask you about this. And I mean this genuinely Um, We've got a situation Where Manly I mean If you're Anthony Seibold You're furious I I, I understand Newcastle But I mean Last week They got beaten in Golden Point By a South Sydney side I think it was 13-12 They let 32 points Be scored against them today Now yes They didn't have John Schuster They can attack um, Olakowatu, he obviously went to the Sinbin as well. But there is some problems. They, they had one of those kind of victories as well. I think there is a question mark over Manly with their defence. And I think, well, you know, everybody can talk how yeah. good they're going. Yeah. I don't think – I think there's some deep-seated issues with defence at the moment. Well, they've got a big pack,
1: right? When they've got the footy, they're rolling for, forward, they're making gain line, and, and they're in total control. But when it flips back on them and they have to defend set after set, that's where you start to see their defence start to leak some points. And I agree with you. One of the hardest things about this competition is it's week in, week out, and you've got to be able to defend your line. If you want to be a serious contender, you've got to be able to defend your line, and that's where I think Manly probably got a little bit of work to do. I'm, I'm not writing them off. I think they're going to play in the finals. They've got too much
0: strike power. But you can't be going and giving up that many points to a Newcastle side. I would say a very, very special moment. Um, And it was one that I think any parent would like. It. it just so happens that it was Matthew Johns' sons, Cooper and Jack Johns. Jack played for Newcastle. Cooper played for Manly today. Two brothers playing against each other. It was the first time that they've ever played against each other. And for Matthew Johns, who was there, he was in the stands. I mean, you can't script that. To have one son play first grade, but to have them both on that same day play against each other, that's special, mate. Yeah, it
1: would have been a special moment. And the other thing about those two boys as well is that they've done some real hard graft, haven't they? Yeah, yeah they've, they've had come to. through the grades and, and they've played a lot of reserve grade and they've chipped away, chipped away. And to see Jack John starting in the Newcastle side and Cooper John starting in that Manly side, yeah, it is special. And, and even the other part of it, to see them fight out for a draw. You know, it was a great thing for a parent too because no one lost. So no one's sad. Hug both your sons. They they swap jerseys at the end of the game.
0: Yeah, that is a true. Happy that is true. You know? Both sons come away and you you, you, you you can take them both out, you <laughs> know, and they're both happy. But, yeah, well, and, and well, reasonably happy. Yeah, usually you take them out and obviously
1: the winner gets um, McDonald's and the loser doesn't. But this time you get to buy McDonald's for both your sons.
0: Yeah, you're dead right. Footy Talk, Listener Podcast, Sunday, 2nd of April, recapping what has been an awesome Saturday. Day of football. Uh, the second game that we saw, um, the Dolphins beaten comfortably in the end, thirty-eight points to twelve by the Dragons. Now, Anthony Milford, um, he, he, he they've got some dramas now. Yeah. They've lost Sean O'Sullivan for at least three to four months with a pec injury, and they've now lost Milford with a hamstring injury. They've got some disaster with their halves at the moment. They haven't got a five-eight, so they're going to have to use a makeshift five-eight at the moment. I know you're part of the Dolphins, but let's talk about firstly the Dragons. Yeah. The pressure on Anthony Griffin over the last six weeks, unbelievable. Six weeks, two years. They responded today. Yeah. So they. the only way Anthony Griffin can continue at the moment and response is by results like that, and that was a great result. Well, so but I've been coached
1: under hook, you know, and, and my opinion is, is he's a great coach and he can really get a side up. And... I just don't think, you know, they've got to make a decision soon because he can't just be living this week to week, you know. He he loses, you know, sorry, the team loses and then it's his fault and and we've got to get him out. Then they win. Oh, we'll put it on pause for a week. I mean, what are you doing? Are are you going to back him or not? I know you've opened up the job applications. Everyone out there is on seek right now. Putting in their resumes. What's going on? I'm putting in mine. But, um, look, I, I just think... Unless you've got someone that's a standout uh, guy to come in like a Serraldo, then
0: what is your options? Yeah, I don't know if they have the options at the moment. And I, I think you're right. I think that, that 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 for the Dragons, the best way forward is what they did today. And they put on a clinic. Ben Hunt was a magician. Yeah. They absolutely – they've got a really good – Amon was back today. Um, you know, Terrell Sloan at fullback. They are – slowly with the nucleus of a really young side and young players starting to learn how to win. And Hook's great with those
1: young players about bringing them along and giving them the kick up the backside when they need it. But all the things that I've seen, like they came up here to Brisbane and their first half was outstanding. They're physical, aggressive, and and they're working for each other. These are all the signals that it's a really good side, that something's building, not a bad side. So what they did yesterday is, is so impressive, but for the Dolphins, got to find a half now. Yeah. And they're not just floating around,
0: are Wayne, they? Well, Wayne Benner came out yesterday with a press conference, and what he said was that they've had to be up for two grand finals, round one, and then against the Broncos. And he said, we're better than that team. And he said, um, there's no excuse, um, but he said, we are a better side than that. And it said the two grand finals have played in four weeks have sapped the energy, and now they can get into grinding. It doesn't get any easier for them. Like I'm being, they've got to go to North Queensland next weekend to take on the Cowboys, and you haven't got halves. Um, oh, you are at that side. That what happens? You, what is it, Ray Stone, or what's the plan?
1: I'd have to say you you got to look at Cody Nicarima. Um, You know, he yeah. pulled pulled out of the game uh, because of the facial because injury. of the facial injuries, and he had a lot of stitches in his face, and it was, it's too fresh of a wound for him to go out there and play and open up. But you play him at six. Yeah, yeah, you got to you got to play him at six uh, Sh- with shift Katoa at seven. Shift Katoa to seven. You look, you can do with Ray Stone covering that hooking position on the bench, and you go Jeremy Marshall King. So I, I think that's the way going to go. But I think at some stage you're going to have to go to market and see what else is out
0: there for that depth. Yeah, comfortably beaten anyway. They take on the North Queensland Cowboys next week. Footy talk on listener. We're going to take a break. Come back. So much to get through today. Welcome back to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. Brisbane last night, very, very classy. Uh, 46 points to 12. Uh, It was a dominant performance. Brisbane sit at the top of the competition table now um, with five wins, no losses. Uh, They take on Canberra next Saturday night at Suncorp Stadium. And it was a classy performance. Mm. Um, We'll start with them. I want to look at the Tigers as well because obviously there's some dramas there. But it was a very good performance.
1: Yeah, starting with the Broncos, for me they're just passing every single test that gets thrown at them. Yeah, you know, start the season off traveling away to Penrith, getting a win, and and then coming up here, you know, the Cowboys got a great start on them, they clawed back. The Dragons got a great start on them, they clawed back. They they were in an absolute dogfight with the Dolphins and came out on top. Now this that was the bogey game last yesterday was. This Tigers team, you could easily take them lightly and get your pants pulled down, but they weren't. They were clinical and powerful, and just dominated from start to finish. And the Tigers couldn't wait for half time. And I feel for the Tigers. I don't know where they go from here. They've shuffled their halves around a couple of times. And as we we're just talking about the Dolphins, there's not just halves out there in the market
0: free to be signed and come to a new club. Yeah, they um, they were very clinical. And the way they went um, was quite unbelievable. Um, the Tigers, where to? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think at the moment, there's some
1: really good juniors in here that are coming through. Fanua Pol, Justin
0: Matamua, Stafford Tire. Uh, are they a- where the Broncos were? Probably. Are, are they where the Broncos were two years ago? Two years ago? Probably. My issue with all of that is you've got a rock star CEO who, I'm, I'm being genuine here, who's on his phone at halftime in the sheds, who's outside kicking the football with players. Pre-game. Pre-game. And I don't know who's in charge of the show. Tim yeah. Sheen's supposedly the coach, but is it Robbie Farrer or is it Benji Marshall? You've got your halves combination. You've got a player that they're trying to move on in Luke Brooks, we know that, who's on a million dollars a year tying up your cap. You've got a five-eight that you're not comfortable with in Wakeham. You just don't know. You've got Laurie to come back. The, the, to me, there's no leadership there. And that was evident last night. I mean, Brisbane bullied them. They bullied them. And you talk about play, the, the likes of some of these players, Walsh, Ricky, these young players who are just so dominant now. Yeah. Who, and winning but, but bridge confidence. We saw it with Penrith. When yeah. they were, with This Penrith side was the youngest side in the competition. Yeah. And, mate, they are just absolutely 100%. They are full of confidence at the moment. Well, look, you just mentioned it then. Penrith went through it. There there was games there
1: where they were losing, and and they learned how to win. Brisbane went through it two years ago. All these guys are a lot older, experienced now. And and at the end of the day, the Tigers are going to go through it. And I know fans sit back, and they're not patient, and because they don't know what's happening behind the scenes or the blueprint, they wonder, is there a plan? And I'm sure... I'm sure the West Tigers have a roadmap. I bet you they have a plan. Tim Sheens is too smart of a coach. He understands the catchment from the Balmain Juniors to North Ride out to Campbelltown, he, he, Liverpool. He knows all this. So yeah. I'm sure they're, they're figuring it out, but it's gonna take time. Uh, that's what fans don't wanna hear. But I think Tim Sheens is in charge. If, if I was to say who is, I think he's in charge and he'll get them to where they need to go.
0: We, we talk about a lot of things. We looked at um, how talk can destabilise a club. The Jack White issue at the moment on the open market yeah. as a 5'8". Th- that, that's got to have some effect on Canberra. Does the Luke Brooks constantly being shopped, you've played at clubs, d- does yeah. that have an effect? Is that the drama? Well, I've actually
1: never played at a club where someone is so openly shopped or criticised all the time. I think... What Luke Brooks has gone through, you know, considering results too that he's been a part of, I can't remember a player that's been under that much scrutiny. And I feel for him, you know, I wonder where his confidence is at. You know, I think Luke Brooks would enjoy his time going over to somewhere like the Super League for a little stint, just to get away and
0: play footy. We saw that happen with Brodie Croft. Yeah, just get
1: away and play some footy and do some travel and just realise that. At the end of the day, you know, the NRL is, is a great spectacle here, but it's not everything. But, um, yeah, look, I, I just think he needs to get out of Tiger Town. to be honest. It's time.
0: Player of the match you gave you, last night, you gave Payne Huss three, three points. Yeah. Right. Have you ever seen a player like him? I, 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 I know that's a huge call, but in your time, and you played with some unbelievable Burgesses. Well, you, like, like, I... I don't think we've seen a more dominant player in one position than Payne Huss in my my time calling or being involved in rugby league. Well, I'll say this.
1: I've played with or against the greatest players in this era in both codes around the world. I've never seen an athlete that size with that type of engine. I mean, this is a guy who's running the same speed in the first minute as he is in the 80th minute. Just when you think he's down and out, he's got another effort. He's just so big and so fast and can maintain. And His cardiovascular capacity is out of this world. I'd love to see him on a program, something like that, sports science. (laughs) where they get him on a treadmill and they test his lactic threshold
0: because he, he's a ridiculous athlete. He is of the rare breed and of the minority. And,
1: and Yeah, I've never seen anything like him, but i also give him this right. Two years ago, he was just taking hit-ups and making 250 yards and everyone's saying, well, you know, when's he going to add a pass to his game? Well, we're seeing that now. We're seeing him tipping on. We're seeing him throwing some great balls out the back and the backs being able to link off the back of him. And that's a credit to him. You know, he's he's not... Just a one-trick pony, even though it's, it's an outstanding trick to have. He's uh, he's building the full package now.
0: So if Brisbane are to go on, and 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 it's early to say this, but I think Brisbane are a premiership, yeah, a premiership threat. I, I think that they are. The window's yeah. open. Well, we saw Penrith click as well. We've seen Penrith click. Um, there is certainly some walking wounded. We believe Ezra Man's got some ankle injuries. Um, Reese Walsh has obviously got a hamstring You know you know. I don't know whether or not they rest a few of their troops After five weeks Or they just keep on rolling them uh, They take on Canberra um, And so obviously there's a lot forward Who do you like after five weeks I know Brisbane there Which are the other teams that you After five rounds Are impressed with so far Well I can't go
1: past Penrith no. You know At, at times they've look, looked a little bit shaky Because they've got new combinations But to me the way they went about their business versus Canberra just showed me that they're still the real deal. And, and to win big games, you still need players to stand up in big moments. And Nathan Cleary is still top-notch. And and the Roosters, they're, they're hitting their straps. Uh, they're getting some some cattle back on the park. They're looking physical. And, you know, this might be the last year of, of Jared Ware Hargraves and, yeah. and what an outstanding front row he's been. And if this is his last year, I'm sure they're going to – want to take him out in a great
0: way. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, so obviously there's so much to look forward to and the round of football will go through today. Tomorrow we will recap everything. Um, it is just a league smorgasbord at the moment. Sunday, Sinbin also on this afternoon, the Footy Talk podcast, but the rest of the remaining of the weekend, you've got the Sharks taking on the Warriors and then the Bulldogs taking on the Cowboys and obviously with the Titans having a bye. But it was all too much class um, on Super Saturday uh, this weekend. 32 all, the Manly Eagles Seagulls take, and the Knights. That game went to golden point. The Dragons, with an Anthony Milkwood injured, uh, Dalton side, uh, 38 points to 12. And Brisbane, big winners, over over the West Tigers, who still remain winless after five weeks, 46 points to 12. This is the Listener Footy Talk podcast. We'll see you next time.